close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Ivory, and my guest today, I'm very happy to say, is Deborah Martin. I've wanted to have her on the show for a long time, so I'm really glad this worked out. Deborah is an internationally renowned healer and the author of the book Proof of Miracles, which is just beautiful. Every time I even think about it or say it, I get angelic chills all over. I don't want to tell you everything Deborah does and is known for because we're going to talk about it in the interview. Before we get started, I just want to say a really special hello to my listeners in Ukraine. I see you and I send special blessings to you every time I see you guys listening and I see the numbers going up and I pray that that my show in some small way can help lift the frequency there and help you get through. I know it's just a terrible time for you. So uh, please know that you're very much loved and appreciated here. So Deborah, <laughs> you have has such an interesting story. I, I would like to start with your third near-death experience. Will you talk about that and what it led to? Yes. So I've had three NDEs and this NDE gave me the ability to heal. Um, I think we all have the ability at some point to heal, but this was like, it, it kind of fine tuned me and was like, this is your new mission. This is your duty. And what happened was I was on one twenty one twelve, So all numbers are reversible. I was um, being seen by Mayo Clinic. I was down to about 90 pounds. I wasn't able to eat or drink without being like excruciating pain. And I was losing all quality and dignity. And at that point, I was asking God, please take me. And that's hard for me to even think back because you've got children. And I was like, they're going to be fine. I'm not fine. And so it kind of taught me when people do let go, it's not that they don't love you. Right. It's just that they know that their body can't serve anymore and it's just time. So I asked, he said, Can you please take me? And I was already a medium. So I saw these spiritual surgeons show up in my room and I'm like, Okay, I don't know what this means. And I wasn't afraid, right? You're not afraid because you, you know what spirit looks like, but they came in uniform, doctor's uniforms, and they started to work on me. And I remember it being really painful to the point where I said, I've got to remove my mind from this or I'm not going to make it through a minute. I'm going to have to just stop. 
So they were working on the lower abdomen and that's where a lot of the pain was. And I can remember just going, okay, just take a deep breath, Deb. let them just do what they need to do. And as I took a deep breath, it was like, and I let it out. I was now out of my body. And I was, wasn't really sure what I was doing. I just felt like I was in a space of feeling peace, feeling comfort. And then I felt like I was floating, almost like I was dreaming. And so if you look in the in your background right now, that's kind of what the light looked like. I was just seeing this bright light and I was standing almost exactly in that space that you have behind you, but it was just all white clouds. And I said, okay, now what, right? What am I going to do here? Before I knew it, I saw these hands coming and this big being coming. And I knew at that moment it was God. And people always say, well, can you describe God? And I want to just tell you that God comes in so many different forms and he's going to come in a form that you're going to recognize. So I don't want to say what I saw because it's this is what I saw is the hands. And the next thing I saw him cradling my body. And I'm like, wow, I must be really sick because I look like a child with my hair down over his arms. And now I'm realizing, okay, my soul's watching my body being carried. And so I followed. I was just like, there was no words. I just followed and I followed in that light. And we went to a space that was just us in that light. It was so beautiful. And I can remember him putting me on a beam of light. It almost looked like just like a balance beam, but a beam. And my whole body was there. And now I'm standing next to God. And I saw a glass coffin next to it. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty. It's like snow white, right? Can I sit in it? Can I see, test it out? And I'm like, Better not do that. So God said that I needed to follow him. And we went into what looked like a dome. And I said, why are we going into this white dome? And he said, because no one in the universe can hear this. This is just between you and I. And so we had this long conversation. And basically, he showed me my life contract that we all have. And I didn't read it all. It's just too long. All I just knew is like he said, you you are a borrowed time, but I want you to go back. And you need to sign this in line. Remember this date, 121.12. All things are reversible. I can send you back, but I'll sign on the dotted line too, meaning I have your back. Not knowing what life was going to be like when I got back, but I did say, you know, will I be healthy? Because I don't want to go back if I'm not healthy. And I saw the word health turn to healthy on the paper. I'm like, okay, well, can I stay here for a while? Can I see my parents? You know, here I'm being like Miss Bossy. Can I, can I, can I? (laughs) And I heard, no, if you see them, you'll never want to leave. And so I was told to come back. And when I did come back, I can remember taking another deep breath as I was coming in. And I was like, almost like you've been held underwater and you're like, like that. And then I felt my body almost ripple. And I was like, spiritual surgeons were gone. What just happened? And at that point, I really wasn't too sure what this new mission was. I just thought when I saw a voice on that dotted line that that I read meant I was the voice of mediumship. I'll continue my work. That took a whole nother meaning. Now I do my mediumship in my healings. And the words that come through are not mine. They come from the highest divine. 
I know nothing of you and everything's so many things are said and done and the frequency and I have to just let myself go. But the beautiful thing about being able to use my mediumship in there is I now see those spiritual surgeons coming and working on people. And there, somebody asked me this question. It was a great question. Are they always the same spiritual surgeons? And I said, no, they come for whatever is being used on the body. So one time this person needed so much, there were like, you know, 20 different surgeons in the room. And, and I've seen their faces and they're doing things that we can't do here in the physical. And they'll be like, yes. And I see that like, (laughs) you know, so you, you kind of hear people, um, Dr. Um, William Tracy, I mean, not, not Dr. Father William Tracy, he died at 103. And he said, this has been my mission on earth, right, is religion. So when I go on the other side, I want to continue. So you can see that on the other side, some of these doctors just want to continue doing what they felt was their mission. So it makes total sense. But yes, that's how I got the gift of healing. So once that happened, like what, what showed you that you had this gift of healing after that? Okay, so that was interesting. So I had to sit. It wasn't like it was instant, right? I had to sit. I journaled. Is there anything else that I'm holding on to? You know, what what do I still need self-healing? Am I immediately healed? It took a while for the healing to take place. And that's interesting in my healings. It can be instant and it can take time. So I knew I had to stand in my faith. But by standing in my faith, I was now voicing what just transpired. And I was voicing it to my husband at the time. And he was like, why you? Right. So it became too big for him. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I do this work, I'm going to lose my foundation. Everything that I do. I didn't see that on the paper. Right. But I look back now and he was standing in his truth in order for me to stand in my truth. And it would not have worked. I would have had one foot in, one foot out. And we're great friends now. And it you just don't see it at that time. You you all of a sudden are faced with some fears, right? That you have to walk through. So then I started working at the Logo Center with Anne and Herb Purier. They owned that church there. And they had a Faraday cage. And so I would do the healings in there. And I had a partner at the time when I was working in there. And um, it was interesting how the process of learning the healing and the technique you know, just keeps fine tuning, right? We just like anything, anything you learn, you get better at it, right? Definitely. And the gifts just keep heightening. So I was seeing miracles. And one of the miracles was um, James Fenney. And he had Hodgkin's lymphoma of the brain and the spine. And he was told he, he would, with the most intense chemo, he had three percent. 3% chance of survival within five days after that healing session, it was completely clear. And I said, okay, this is my gift. This is what I need to do. That's definitely and, a miracle. <laughs> yes. And so and we talk about miracles because miracle comes in so many forms, right? And people think it has to be the miracle. Um, I've, I've had it where like, God, I thought that we had the miracle this person was going to be healed. And all of a sudden they pass. And it's like, well, Deborah, this isn't up to you. And then I said, like, yeah, but it 
she thought she was not going to pass either. And she's in my book. It's, it's Brenda Baker. She was a friend of Suzanne Giesman's. And um, what happened is she was healed from all the trauma from her childhood. And she was able to transition with no baggage. And she said it was the, she emailed before said, this is what I need more than my cancer healed. Who would have thought? That's profound. That is profound. So you you just have to be open and, and allow God to do what it is. And it, and healing comes in, you know, in all different levels, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And it's just fascinating because I never know what I'm walking into, what I'm going to see and what's going to transpire. And what's beautiful is, so I went on a spiritual journey. I had an out-of-body experience, right? I had a, a conversation with God. So in my sessions, Sometimes God will take them and have a spiritual journey and have that same kind of conversation that I had. And they'll, he'll he'll talk about, you know, trauma that they had as a child. Or one person, I saw him bring a baby into the room and she's holding this baby. And I said, oh my gosh, um, it's a beautiful baby for you. I, I think you might've lost this baby. And it was a girl. Well, you know, you go on through the rest of the session and, you know, you're, I'm crying. Like I cry in every session because it's emotional and you're feeling that you're surrounded in so much love. You you can't deny it. So you never know what's going to happen on those spiritual journeys. And in this case, she emailed me and she said she, her and her husband had to make a choice because she just found out she had cancer and she went to survive and the baby went to survive, but they chose not to tell anyone, not even the family members. So they knew that only God would have known this. But he told her, do not hold judgment against yourself because I don't judge you. And it just freed her. And so look at the miracle that she didn't, she didn't even think that that was even part of anything because she, she didn't tell me anything. We just went in with an open mind and um, I was working on the body as well, but then that came up. And so that's, that's going to a root cause so that she doesn't hold anything else that might might come up later. It's so interesting how you can be in a session with somebody and something like this happens and they might show no expression at all. And then later you find out that was the most profound moment for them. Like it was really, they maybe were even too touched and, and, and struck shocked by it to even say anything at the time. Well, okay. So this is what's interesting. I do healings that are only remote. So they're not on the screen with me. They're in their sacred space while I'm in my sacred space. So it can happen anywhere in the world. And what's really amazing with this, because people will be like, well, I want to be in your room with you. I go, no, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Because you'll say, I picked up the way you were walking. You knew I had a hip problem, right? Right. No, I know nothing. I just get your picture. I place it on my abdomen. I become your proxy. I record the session. You're You're in your sacred space. And a lot of times they're feeling and seeing the exact same thing I am at the same time. So then when they listen to it, they're like, oh, I'm not crazy. I really saw that. I was feeling that. And <laughs> it's just like, yeah, an aha moment. But I I never know. It's never an aha moment for me. I mean, it's aha when I'm going through it and go, whoo, that was crazy. That was great. Oh, my gosh. On my knees, I'm, I'm of gratitude. But then you're like, okay, now I got to go back to the real world, right? 
And then you wait to see what they respond and send by an email to tell you, you know, their their validations. And that's when you go, wow. And I know that you do that because I actually have somebody very dear to me that I asked if I could give them a gift of a group healing with you. And that was over a year ago. And I could tell that they really had no idea what I was talking about and they weren't (laughs) terribly into it, but they said it was okay. And so you did that. And later they told me they, they forgot that was happening. So they didn't, they think they might've been taking a nap then, but they weren't sure. And there was no big change right then. But then I recently found out from somebody close to them that that's really shortly after that is when they had a turning point where they were no longer in profound agony day and night. Uh, They have since then been much more active um, against everything their specialist said would happen, that they haven't needed nearly as much pain medicine. They have much more positive outlook about life. And so it had a huge change for them. And, and it to me, it doesn't matter if they never connect that to the healing, but it matters to me. I know. And, and, and I see, you know, I see it. I feel the difference and, And it's interesting that it was like, I would say within two weeks of the healing is when the positive changes started. Wow. Okay. So like, so I say some, some is instant, some takes time. And with the global group, what's beautiful with that is there's people all over the world and we're all holding that same intention, right? A miracle. And a lot of people don't know, like that people will just gift it to someone and say, you know, I know this person's in pain. Is it okay that I do this without them knowing? I'm like, absolutely. Because it's like saying a prayer for them, right? Your, your intentions love what's wrong with that. And so look what happened. She, she, or he never even knew. And it doesn't matter, you know, and you were able to see it. I have, um, some testimonials on my YouTube channel and one woman did it for her mother and she never told her mom, but her mom was an alcoholic and she was just negative, negative, negative. And it was causing a lot of problems with the whole family. And she goes, I just want my mom to be happy. Do you know, she stopped her addiction. She doesn't know why she just stopped cold Turkey. And they're like, we got our mom back. So yeah, you just never know. And I always say when one person's healed, the other person's healed because we're all holding each other's hands. And that intention is, you know, don't just think it's just for yourself. Think it's for everyone here. So, and then you listen to the words as if they're your own. It's it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're a perfect example of something I talk about frequently, which is how our missions can change over time and usually do. You can be guided. Um, I initially started out as a healer. And then went into doing readings and mediumship and angel work. And that was just all guided by my angelic team. And for you, you know, you started doing mediumship and then you weren't done. You know, that near-death experience, clearly your time in this earth is not done. They sent you back and decided to give you even an incredibly powerful gift that's very rare. And, And one thing I was found very interesting, I've never... Of course, I've never seen you do a healing because you do them remotely, but you were saying there's like, it's hard to describe it, if not impossible, and there's nothing like it in the world. What do you think makes it so different? Okay, so yes, because people say, can I teach it, right? Can I I just teach your technique? And it's like, 
No, because I was given the gift and I don't know if I'm supposed to teach it. Plus, I've had to go years and years. It's been over 20 years now of building that relationship and that trust for me to be able to say these words that are happening. Oh, you had a baby or you have, you know, brain cancer. You have this recording it and sending it across the world. You have to trust in the words that are coming through. And so I don't know how to teach you to have that. It it just you have to build it. Right. But. What's different is I'm tapping into a frequency and vibration. And what this frequency and vibration is, is I say God's love, right? It's love healings. So there's a beam of light that comes down. It's just this beautiful beam of light. And it goes right into your solar plexus. So it holds you in that beam of light in the room. It anchors you so you can take those spiritual journeys. It brings healing through that beam of light. And it also takes out of your body what you're you're dealing with, illness, anything. And it suctions it out and goes out into the universe where it doesn't touch anyone else. Now, the beam of light also might come through other different places and then the spiritual surgeons. And, and people go, well, I don't want just spiritual surgeons working. I want God to work through them. Well, God's working through those spiritual surgeons too. So just so people are clear, like this is all being touched and worked and guided and orchestrated by the absolute one. And so with that beam of light, what's so interesting is as soon as it connects, my stomach feels like tight, tight. And then as the frequency starts going through my body, because I'll be laying like this and it'll start going through my body. I can feel it through the head and I can feel it go through the toes. And then the abdomen will start breathing to the, free, the breathing, the breath of the universe. And so I never knew what this was. I was like, why am I doing this? And I just recently, I just asked like, God, what is this? He goes, you're connecting to my heartbeat. Wow. My frequency. And I was like, that's all, that's a pretty profound words to say. So I don't know how people handle that, but I, that's all I can describe it. It's just, it's, that's what's going in you, pure, unconditional love. And who wouldn't want that? <laughs> right. <laughs> would not want that. Let's talk a little bit about about your book. I I'm excited about it. This proof of miracles is that it's primarily stories of people you've worked with. And- yes, yes. So all different types of miracles are in there. So each story I worked with my clients to write. So I've heard other people write read it and say I was so touched by that. And I could feel the words healing me. And that's what I feel is that the stories can heal you because you'd be like, wait a minute, I have that. And I just want want to say one thing that's really, really important. As us humans, doctors give us a diagnosis. And so I believe in you use every tool in your toolbox. God helped create those things for those doctors and become those doctors. We work with spiritual surgeons, right? So, but when you get devastating news, let's just say you, your loved one gets Alzheimer's. We go, oh, Alzheimer's. Look at what we just did. We give power to it. And so when I go into the session and sometimes people will tell me what they have. Sometimes people won't tell me anything at all. But let's say they do tell me. I'm going to go in and say, all right, God. Thank you for healing Alzheimer's today because I know all things are reversible with God, but that's only because God told me, said, 
That's a human term. Just like a tree is a tree. You named it, not me. (laughs) So if you want to give power to it, fine. Or you can remove the power and allow me to take control. And then you just see what, what is it? Am I supposed to have this? Am I, is this part of my growth and my lesson to be here? Is it something that maybe I will be completely healed? And that's my lesson for to have more faith. You just never know what each session is going to be. And I can't, I can't guarantee hundred percent you're going to be healed the way you want to be healed, but I know that you'll be touched and have the miracle that God wants you to have. Does it, does it occur differently between a group session and an individual session? Okay. So an individual session, you get words that are just meant for you, right? Cause now I'm working strictly with you. I'm taking you on a spiritual journey. God's speaking one-on-one. Okay. Now in a group session, I'm talking to the group, but I'm saying the group was formed by God. So there's going to be a lot. Okay. I'm in the knee. I'll get like six emails. That was me, right? So it wasn't just one person. But in the group, it takes a lot more time for me because I'm praying. When I walk into a session, I'm going to pray beforehand on that person. So I take your picture. I hold it in front of this picture that I have. And I say, state your name. This is what they want. This thank you, whatnot. If I'm doing a group, I'm going through a lot of prayers. And I'm going to spend a lot of time doing that. And then I'm going to place you around the table where we're all connected as one. Everybody's touching everybody. So that frequency is constantly going through all of us. So I say, don't go, well, they're working on the head. That's not me. Well, how do you know? There might be something that they're clearing so that you are you don't have blockages. So I say, just be open to everything and all that you're receiving. And so the difference is it's whether you want just individual attention or you're okay with being in a group and the groups are wonderful. The vibration's hot. So I'm whichever way works best for you. So that beam of white lights comes down either way, either way. That's always there. And that's the, in the beginning prayer for everybody to, um, you know, listen and connect with. And some people in different parts of the country, they might be sleeping. They might be working. They might um, even here, they might not be able to have that day off. And I said, that's okay. You can listen to it. The frequency is always there. You can listen to it after and then, you know, allow it to come through you. So what's interesting with that is this one woman forgot that it was her, it was the day of the session or the time. And she's like sitting in my car on my break. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? I feel (laughs) like I'm getting loopy. And we do, they do get anesthesia, you know, just to relax you. So she was actually feeling that. And she's like, oh, wait, 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 the end, the, the session's beginning and I'm feeling it. So <laughs> that was really cool. Other people are like, will I be affected if I'm in college taking a test? And I'm like, well, God knows you're doing that. It'll, you'll wait. But you get the recording of this and you can listen to it over and over and over and have different awarenesses every time you listen, but the energy never changes. So it's like having a healing over and over and over again. That's pretty powerful too. I'm hoping a lot of people who either they themselves or somebody they care about has a situation that just they haven't been able to overcome no matter what they try will hear this today and consider this. What do you have to lose? Even if you are not open 
to alternative forms of healing, including this, it's directly from God. I don't understand why somebody wouldn't at least try, you know, if if you really want to heal. Yeah, that's why the groups are wonderful too, right? You can always try that first. And it's, but they're profound. I mean, they are. And it's, I, I my assistant, Madison, who works for me, she's just like, she came into this, I'm open-minded, right? <laughs> and I've known her for years. And she's like, okay. And now she's like, I'm a total believer. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and she's like, how can you deny this? Has so, she had healing herself or just hearing about reading and hearing the people's responses to their sessions? She has tuned into like the groups, right? So um, so she's listened and been part of that for herself. So she could actually know what she's writing about and, and helping people. But um, no, she hasn't had a a private by herself, but it's all the emails that come through. It's like, oh my gosh. And then I do this, this Army for Love group and she was on it last night. And so it's every first Tuesday of the month. And at the end, I do a group healing. And so it's just a mini one. But with that mini one, people, some people have been healed, right? But we always get a word, a message and that word we're going to talk about next month, like, okay, this is the word this month. It's leap, leap. And then we all come back and go, some of my leaps are really hard, right? But it's a sacred space in which we can talk about and people can feel vulnerable and we can all join and help each other through whatever we're going through. And that's why it's called build your army, build your army around you when you're going through difficult times, because you need people that will have your back, that will raise your vibration, not suck more life out of you, right? Bring joy to you each day. And that's what Army for Love is, is putting love into action. And so she was there last night and we did the mini session. And then everybody started talking about what they saw and what happened afterward. And her mouth was like, Jaws dropping. She's in it afterwards. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's just, and we're all like validating it right there. So it's, it's kind of fun because then people are more open to share. Well, I saw this or I saw that. And they may have never seen anything before, but now because everybody else is like, wait a minute, I saw that too. It's really fun. That is good because you know, you know how most people, do not believe something until they've experienced it themselves, but witnessing something over and over can be extremely powerful as well. It opens them up, right? It does. Yeah. It's the same with mediumship. You oh. know, they can like, oh, oh, yeah. just going to watch. Yeah. Same thing. And then they have the experience. And once you have that experience, you'll never forget it. Did your angels or any other being guide you to write proof of miracles? I just knew, I think in my heart, that I needed to write this book. And so it wasn't like starting at the beginning and then finishing at the end. It was like, here's a chapter, here's a chapter, here's a chapter. Okay, now that I have the chapters, what do we want to put between the chapters? So I did feel guided, like I would feel, um, do this, do that. And I never really asked who was doing that. I just figured they were guides. Yes. And I trusted it because when you have that knowingness where it's like, okay, that makes sense. You just do it. So, 
It had to be because with people feeling the healing energy from the book, it holds that vibration. So that couldn't have just came from my words, the client words. It's like three of us becoming one. I love that. And I'm sure I I obviously, you know, um, hearing about these stories, reading about stories like that is going to be life-changing for people. It's going to be eye-opening. People love stories. And it sometimes stories break through where teaching and other methods will not. Yeah, I just did a um, episode that aired in January, might have been December even, on the Gaia Network. And with George Nori, Beyond Belief, and it was about a little girl that she was in the hospital. And this is really profound because this is hard to do, guys. When you're being told such trauma or horrific things from the doctors, how do you stand in your faith during that time? Right? This is your child and you're on the floor going, what? Right? So I got a call from her sister and said, um, can you do an emergency healing? Now I knew nothing about the little girl, which all I knew is she was in Boston, Massachusetts hospital. And so during that session, I was able to see what was going on, describe what was going on in the body. I was told by God that the physical spiritual surgeons could not do this. Only, only the um, spiritual surgeons could. I gave three weeks that she would be released and that she'd be healthy. Now, that's that's pretty fo- profound. Saying, "Okay, I was nervous. I'm going to send this off. This this I'm sending it to a mother that's in a hospital with her child." She hung on to those words because the doctors were saying they were they took her in for two surgeries. They could not release the fluid behind in this ball here, and if they did, it was going to go down into her body and it'd be fatal. Um, she could have paralysis, all these things. Well, God popped my ear during the session and I felt water. What he did is he went against gravity, broke the tissue and it came out the ear. And they're like, there's no way, there's no way this could come up. It's this, this, this it's is possible. against every medical. Yeah. Um, and so they tested it and because they had gone in surgically, they could test it and see that it was the same fluid. And um, she left three weeks to that day. I've just experienced too many things back in the times when I was doing healing miracles. I've experienced physical miracles for myself. Um, I am a hundred percent in agreement with you that no matter what diagnosis you're given, what the prognosis is, how important it is to stay open to healing and miracles. Yeah. And just continue to stand in your faith. Like if you have a strong knowingness inside, Right. I, I I can't believe that. I can't hold on to that. I don't feel that. Then stand in your truth. That's your truth. Stand in it. And then as you you're standing in that truth, you're holding God's hand. You're saying, I'm standing in this truth because I feel it. And where am I feeling it? I'm feeling it in my heart. I'm if I think with my brain, I'm gonna spiral. I'm gonna be a mess. But if I take a deep breath and just go, I'm safe at this moment. All is good. And let's just trust the process. And it can be hard. It's not, it's not always easy. And that's what I say is like, you just have to sometimes ride the roller coaster and then see what's going to be at the end. And 
that's usually when you go, wow, now I get it. Now I get why I had to do all that. And I'm so grateful for the end. Um, and either way, either way, like if, if the person passes, they've come to that agreement that that's how it was supposed to happen. And then everybody knows I did everything right. I don't want people to think that, that when they have lost somebody right now and they go, well, we didn't get them a healing, right? Oh, if I would have only known about her. I don't want to think that because everything was divinely orchestrated. It was meant if you were meant to find me, it would have happened. If you're not meant to find me, this was meant to happen. Everything happens in divine order. And even if they knew about you, if they weren't guided to set up healing, then maybe they weren't meant to. That's how I trust. I trust every anybody that comes to me. And even that some people that have come to me, like I said, it doesn't, it's never the way I think it's going to be because it's not about me. I'm just an instrument and vessel. God orchestrates everything. So it's just letting it go and then watching what transpires. But I go in for my, I'm going in a hundred percent. We got this right. Cause mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to stand in it. And then I have to like, okay, now God, you take over and we see what comes. And I think that's beautiful. And and I, I know that's going to be very encouraging for a lot of people to hear this because not everything is hopeless. You know, there's a lot of things Western medicine cannot take care of that Eastern medicine can. And there's a lot of things Eastern medicine can't handle that the kind of healing you do can well, take I care of. Well, I think it goes in hand in hand. A lot of things goes in hand in hand. So the other book you probably see behind me is called Doctor's Faith and Courage. And as a healer, I had... Um, I got cancer and I'm like, really? Like, how do I tell people this? I'm a healer. Like, come on. But you're human. But I'm human. And the body's going to go through things. And what I, I learned so many tools. And one of the tools is you use every tool in your toolbox. I agree. And, you know, it all goes hand in hand. And your doctors might get you to a certain point. Then you have a healing that gets you to a certain point and you might go back to your doctors or you might not have to, but it's just like, and some people choose not to use doctors. Some people choose just vice versa. There's no right or wrong way. Just do what's right, best for you. But I, I'm a strong believer is the tools are there for us to use. I agree. I agree. You should, we use everything that we have on hand. And I never felt like it needs to be a choice between traditional medicine and anything else. Uh, there's no reason to make that kind of choice. Um, I can't believe we're already out of time. We're, we're maybe even a little over, but that's okay. And Deborah, what's the best way for people to reach you? Um, through my website at goldenmiracles.com. And so when they um, go onto the website, they can go to my YouTube channels and see more testimonials that people speak about. They can go to my Instagram and see inspirational posts that I do there. And a lot of those are client testimonials too, or they can follow me on my Facebook page. So it's all listed right there on the engage. They can come on the army for love page and they can join and be part of this group. That's free. So if I'd love to meet people, and help hold your hand through some of the, the hardest times that you might be going through. That's what it's about. 
So I can't thank you enough for allowing me to voice everything. You are just a pure light. And the fact that we're talking about that light and you have it behind you, that's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, as I said, I have felt drawn to your light for a long time and we've kind of chatted, but never got to meet before. So this is really nice. Can you imagine if we're in person? Who that light's going to be bright. <laughs> I know through this whole interview, I have been seeing those little uh, white comets of light going up, down, behind you, in front of you. Yeah, they're here for us, right? They're just letting us know we're we're all together. And thank you for sharing about your friend too. You know, I love hearing stories. Not everybody shares everything that's going on because it's personal after they have a healing, and I honor that. But to hear that. It's always, it's just always wonderful. I get the goosebumps. I'm so happy. It made me so happy to hear that, to find out that that was the turning point time and how fast they've made progress since then. So um, testimony to you and your healing. And I hope all of you out there really enjoyed this and you can check out Deborah's website. Every, it looks like all her social media is now under Deborah Martin Healer. So you can find it through that. Uh, next Sunday's topic is shifting into your life purpose. We were talking about that a little bit earlier in today's episode. And until then, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week. Sunday at noon Arizona time for another enlightening